United States Savings Bonds Division presents Guest Star. How do you do, ladies and gentlemen? This is your host, Roger Pryor, introducing another in a series of transcribed feature programs known as Guest Star, brought to you each week by this station and United States Savings Bonds as a public service. They serve as a pleasant reminder that there's no finer way to set up a financial reserve than through the regular purchase of United States Savings Bonds. Today, our guest star... Oh, I'm sorry, Roger, but I'm supposed to take over at this point. Well, Wynn Elliott, what are you doing here? Well, the Savings Bonds Division thought it might be a good idea if I handled the introductions this week. Well, why on earth Well, they... you just listen, Roger, and I think you'll get the idea. Ladies and gentlemen, we have two special guests this week. First, we'll have a special Christmas message from the screen's outstanding actress, Miss Greer Garson. And second, we're to hear a special Christmas playlet featuring a man whose voice has long been familiar to you on the air and who's appeared in many successes on stage and screen, Mr. Roger Pryor. Oh, so that's it. I might have suspected something of the sort. Well, here's your part in the drama, Roger. You can read it over while Harry Sosnick and the Savings Bonds Orchestra open our program with a special arrangement of the Dance of the Sugar Plum Fairy and Dance Trepak from Tchaikovsky's Nutcracker Suite.
now, the first of our guest stars, Mr. Roger Pryor, in a sketch that is particularly appropriate for this time of the year. Is there a Santa Claus? It was just the other evening that I dropped in for a quiet chat with some friends of mine. They're a couple of grand people, typical of so many of today's young married folks. And I won't deny that one of the reasons why I like to visit them was their little daughter, age eight, named Virginia. We're real pals, Virginia and I. She calls me her Uncle Roger, and I like it, too. Well, when the door opened the other night, there was no little eight-year-old to greet me. I was worried for a minute, thought she might be sick. No, it wasn't anything like that. She was up in her room, and she wanted to see me. I could see from the look on her parents' faces that something was wrong, so I rushed right upstairs to find out. As I opened the door, I called out, Hello, Virginia. What's going on here? Uncle Roger. Oh, I'm so glad you've come. Well, I promised you I'd be here again before Christmas time, so here I am. Hey, you've been crying. What's the trouble? It's just that... Well, at school today, that bad Tommy Wagner and Walter... Walter Royal... They said an awful thing. They did, did they? What did they say? I told Mama and Daddy about it, but they didn't answer right away like I wanted them to, so... So I wondered if maybe Tommy and Walter are right. You'll tell me for sure, won't you, Uncle Roger? For really sure? Well, of course I will, Virginia, when I know what they said. Well, well, they, they said... They said there isn't any Santa Claus. They did, did they? Well, no wonder you were upset. And so you want me to tell you the really honest-to-goodness truth, is that it? Yes. Yes, Uncle Roger. The really honest-to-goodness truth. Well, Virginia, your little friends are wrong. They've been affected by the skepticism of a skeptical age. They don't believe, except they see. They think that nothing can be which isn't comprehensible to their little minds. All minds, Virginia, whether they be men's or children's, are little. In this great universe of ours, man is a mere insect, an ant in his intellect, as compared with the boundless world about him, as measured by the intelligence capable of grasping the whole of truth and knowledge. Yes, Virginia, there is a Santa Claus. He exists as certainly as love and generosity and devotion exist. And you know that they abound and give to your life its highest beauty and joy. How dreary would be the world if there was no Santa Claus. It would be as dreary as if there were no Virginias. There'd be no childlike faith then, no, no poetry, no romance to make tolerable this existence. We should have no enjoyment except in sense and sight. The eternal light with which childhood fills the world would be extinguished. Not believe in Santa Claus... Why, you might as well not believe in the fairies. You might get your daddy to hire men and watch in all the chimneys on Christmas Eve to catch Santa Claus, but, but even if they didn't see him coming down, what would that prove? Nobody sees him. But that's no sign there isn't any Santa Claus. The most real things in the world are those that neither children nor men can see. Did you ever see fairies dancing on the lawn? Of course not. But that's no proof they aren't there. Nobody can conceive or imagine all the wonders that are unseen and unseeable in the world. You can tear apart a baby's rattle and see what makes the noise inside. But there's a veil covering the unseen world 
was not the strongest man, nor even the united strength of all the strongest men that ever lived, can tear apart. Only faith, fancy, poetry, love, and romance can push aside the curtain and picture the supernal beauty and glory beyond. Is it all real? Virginia, in all this world, there's nothing else real and abiding. No Santa Claus. Thank God he lives and lives forever. A thousand years from now, Virginia, yes, ten times ten thousand years from now, he'll continue to make glad the heart of childhood. Thank you, Roger Pryor. Now, friends, here's Harry Sosnick and the Savings Bonds Orchestra continuing our holiday festivities with Mr. Sosnick's own arrangement of The March of the Toys from Victor Herbert's immortal Babes in Toyland. And now it's our pleasure to bring to this microphone one of the most beloved actresses the screen has ever known. I'm sure that what she has to say will strike a responsive chord in the hearts of every one of us. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Greer Garson. (laughs) 
everyone. May I come in on your radio for a moment to greet you during this holiday season? Christmas really is the family holiday, isn't it? I hope you're all looking forward to a happy reunion in your home. I expect you're busy planning your gifts already. And speaking of gifts, I have a suggestion to make. This year, why not give the present with a future? Why not make this a Christmas season that looks ahead? that in these uncertain times brings a measure of security to those you love. There is a sure way to this security, a sure way because it's an automatic way, and that's through the regular purchase of United States savings bonds. As you tuck the children under the covers and kiss them goodnight, wouldn't it give you an especially warm feeling to know that their needs in the years to come are being taken care of through a constantly growing reserve of savings bonds? You can arrange such a reserve through the payroll savings plan where you work, or if you are self-employed, through the bond-a-month plan where you bank. There is no finer, safer investment in the world today than United States savings bonds. Give bonds this Christmas as an investment in your future and an investment in your country. Thank you, Miss Greer Garson. You've heard another in the series of transcribed feature programs known as Guest Star. Brought to you at this time each week by this station and United States Savings Bonds as a public service. Our thanks to the New York Sun for permission to adapt their famous editorial, Is There a Santa Claus? The editorial written by Francis Church, which first appeared in the Sun in 1897. Tune in again next week for another fine show. Meanwhile, this is Roger Pryor reminding you that for safety and profit, you can't beat United States Savings Bonds. <laughs> 